0: American Slacker Podcast with Matt Gertz and Jesse Lane.
1: I really dislike pickles and pickle juice and mustard, too, but that that's a side for the story. This story involves pickles. Um, now, imagine anything that you hate the most in the world that you would hate to taste. Replace that with any time I say pickles or pickle juice in this story.
0: Now, Matt, what's something that you really don't like? Oh, uh, I fucking despise tuna. Fucking... Tuna sandwiches, man. Anybody that eats them in public around other people should fucking just smack themselves in the face.
1: It's definitely a very stinky food, not one you want to bring on a plane. Dude,
0: yeah, that's what I imagine is, like, that's a person that nobody wants to be friends with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're going to have, like, a, a, a fried onion and, like, a... <laughs> oh. And... Uh, a fucking uh, thing of pickle juice and, in your case, a uh, stinky tuna sandwich stinking up a plane. That would just be like a trifecta of disgusting smells. Just think of... So this this is what we're trying to set the scene for here is we're trying to picture the grossest thing that, that you can imagine. In Matt's case, that's tuna sandwiches. In my case, pickle juice. So there's uh, these... Products out there that supposedly would make your tuna sandwiches taste not like tuna sandwiches but something else these are uh you can order them online they're from Japan they're called like magic flavor berries and now it it would make your tuna sandwiches taste like a, i don't know like a like ice cream or something you know it would take something that tastes fishy and make it taste sweet
0: yeah, a reversal of your taste buds.
1: Yeah, so you're supposed to, like, work them around your mouth and stuff, and, like, it's supposed to change all that flavor. So I tried out a couple of things when I got them. I tried, um, like, some lemon juice, and that just tasted sour, you know, like a warhead or whatever. And then I tried some hot sauce, and that tasted fine. It didn't really taste like anything besides hot sauce. So I was like, all right, I'm not impressed so far if these things are actually going to work for me. Uh, my mouth is getting like <laughs> getting watery talking about this is pretty bad uh <laughs> the I, I was like all right let's go for it. go for gold i'm going to try the pickle juice and now what i didn't realize was pickle juice is very so much stronger than actual pickles oh yeah I I didn't know that. As I wouldn't a, do it. As a non-pickle eater, I didn't even, see I didn't even know that. That's what I was it's
0: vinegar it's like oh, I was I was no. talked
1: about I was told afterward, you know, uh that not even like the strongest pickle lovers even do that necessarily. You have to like really like the flavor of pickles or whatever.
0: And there there is benefits. I forget what it is, but people do drink it like or it might be a myth actually even, but people like I've known people have drank pickle juice right right so i'm getting the cringe right from thinking about this Uh,
1: so i i take a swig and my body immediately rejects it
0: ha projectile vomiting or like what kind of rejection are we talking here
1: like (laughs) like run to the sink that was like three feet away from me in the kitchen and like just, like, spit it all out along with the Tabasco oh. and the lemon juice and just so many horrible flavors coming out. And none of them altered by the damn Flavor Berries. <laughs> I oh, I, would, I would not endorse again? them. They're, like, magic Flavor Berries. They're supposed to be, like, I don't know. Maybe I, we got a bunk batch and, like, they were just really crappy or it didn't do them right or something. But it just did not work out well. It, well, hey,
0: you heard it here, people. American Slacker Podcast. Don't order any magic berries online. Yeah, they're it's, not magic.
1: I sound like I sound like a dude in a fable. It's like, oh, they they sold me these magic berries that make pickles taste like fudge. <laughs> I I got duped by by some like witch down the lane or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine that would make dieting really fun for people because it's like you could just like. Eat the same thing and it would taste like you know something else at least
1: right <laughs> and i mean if you've had these flavor berries and you had like a different experience with them at all uh right on our wall our facebook wall uh or like if you think of something even more disgusting than pickle juice that people eat that you wouldn't want write that write that on our wall we're gonna post something when we uh, put the episode up and that brings us to our intro welcome to american slacker
0: Hey guys, what is going on? I'm Jesse. And I'm Matt.
1: And we're here to provide you the dankest news and craziest fight news and maybe some creepy Halloween shit at the end if you want to stick around. Because we are getting into October.
0: Well, it is almost that time of the year. My favorite time of the year because Halloween, I don't know about you, but Halloween's like my favorite holiday. Oh, hell yeah. Since I hit adulthood, like...
1: I've I've yeah I've been a big Halloween fan for a while. I celebrate it the whole month. We uh, yeah, like we're in the Halloween spirit cuz it's getting invaded by Thanksgiving and Christmas. We got to like take the front of the month and give it all to Halloween.
0: Well, man, like up here like in Albany, like there's like a whole weekend like celebration. The bars are great for the whole weekend at least. Sometimes it's it's a whole week. And uh like there's Nightmare on Pearl like where all the bars are themed and there's costume contests. It, it's amazing, man. I really dig it. Like, that's what I mean by adulthood. Like I love the whole bar scene, like and going out to like different like places. Like it's great, man.
1: Oh yeah, man. I, I've like really missed the New York Halloween scene. The hayrides, all the crazy costumes and bars and stuff like that. They don't do it so much out here, at least in Northern California. I hear that in uh, LA and stuff. There's a lot of, uh, They're like haunted, like scavenger hunts and like that kind of stuff. Um, Oh, yeah. And I'm sure they have some pretty crazy parties down there, too. I just haven't been invited yet.
0: (laughs) Spread the web, get out there and network. I
1: I, I just stepped that game up. It's almost, uh, Um, I got a month. (laughs) Anyone knows anything crazy going on, let us know. Uh well they got they get universal down there. That's always kind of cool. They I know they deck their stuff out for Halloween. Oh yeah, man. Um but back to uh some of our uh beginning intro uh material here. One thing I want to mention, uh we went over 100 downloads.
0: Yes. Thank you everybody that is even listening to this or even if you don't listen to the whole episode, subscribing is thank you thank right you. as yeah if you and got if you got the to time out of your day if you got to this point
1: in this episode, we thank you, even if you haven't listened to any of the other ones
0: yeah, yeah, hey, any point is a point to pick up, and uh we're gonna continue to bring new content it'll try to be relevant, and if it's not relevant, it'll be worth it for not being relevant
1: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, and also. This happens to be a uh, special day that we're recording on. This is International Podcasting Day.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, I I, I know you are as well, but I, I'm so proud to, you know, this new hobby, this new thing that we're doing. Um, I love it. I love listening to podcasts, all the, all the other fellow podcasters that we're starting to network with. I mean, it's it's great. De- um, Yeah, definitely.
1: I we're. I mean, uh, I'm just happy that we jumped on early enough to, well, yeah, I guess early enough in the year so that we could be recording an episode on this day. It's definitely a hot, yeah. it's something that uh, we want to keep going for a little bit. We're having fun with it. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's a cool community, too.
0: It's a great community, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to go to some of the, the events, uh, the, the pod cons, and there's like cruises, like that cruise I sent you that's like a podcast and networking cruise. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We would
1: be uh, swimming in some pools. Maybe uh swimming in some dumpster pools,
0: ah uh, speaking of dumpster pools
1: you don't you don't want to swim in a pool full of dumpster garbage
0: <laughs> no 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 especially not in Philadelphia from what I hear just me okay
1: yeah the uh we're, we're getting into our first bit of news here the uh new trend of the summer swimming in dumpsters <laughs> the uh Philadelphia has gotten to the point where they've banned their uh these creations apparently it started out in brooklyn um there was a company that decided it would be a good idea the company's called macro they decided it would be a good idea to refurbish these dumpsters with lining on the inside and then make like a little pool because you know they figured hey there's not enough like pools in new york city and i guess the trend caught on and philadelphians are doing it as well
0: <laughs> but weren't they running them from like a uh, private waste management companies
1: yeah this guy didn't order one from the company he just took it upon himself to like order a dumpster and like line it and like bungee cord around the damn thing <laughs> and and he's got like a whole bunch of inflatable giraffes which is kind of cool we'll try and get that picture up he looks really proud of his creation
0: well, I bet he's like the the G of the neighborhood. I mean,
1: yeah, he actually uh, he got some notoriety in in the public neighborhood because I guess it was like a block party where they were doing this originally, and um, they the mayor actually now has banned all dumpster pools because they just don't want that happening in Philadelphia.
0: Well, I can see why. I mean, there's like an easy way a kid could drown in that. I mean, there's. I guess. There's some reasoning. I mean, it's but I mean, we always know how that goes with fun. Fun gets shut down real quick. We can
1: only go (laughs) as fast as the slowest person, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. It looks like they're having a good time though. There's like at least a dozen or so people there. Oh wow. A lot more. Yeah. It was, it was a good size block party
0: where they're doing. It reminds me like it could have been like a Hey Arnold episode, you know?
1: Right. It's like pull the dumpster over Gerald, like drags it
0: over with a bunch of the other kids. And his his uh grandpa like helps him like you know create a dumpster pool like he did with the ice rink. I remember that episode like pretty well.
1: you know what you're kinda right because they it says that they filled the uh pool with a uh fire hydrant, so that does seem something like the grandpa and hey Arnold would do,
0: yeah, yeah, that's how he created the the ice rink format so they could play ice hockey
1: right. Oh man, so yeah, that uh, that article comes off of Mashable, and the uh, original Brooklyn one came off of uh, Gawker, of all places. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, always good. Quick breeze by, I'll always entertain you.
1: Now, uh, what what do we have in store for us now? We have dumpster pools.
0: Well, we're gonna go from dumpster pools to a hapless monkey single-handedly triggers a nationwide blackout in Kenya. Oh. All right, so. He wasn't, he wasn't playing in a dumpster pool, was he? No, 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 no. The, the, the little guy is believed to be a little vervet monkey, which they're pretty small. They're only, you know, like a 20-pound monkey, you know, similar to a macaque a Macaque monkey. <laughs> it's a it's a what? Um, a, a vervet? Yeah, vervet. And uh, so it's, you know, it's a smaller family, the ones that live in trees, you know. Um, anyway, so he uh, somehow was climbing on a roof, and then he jumped off. And he landed on a transformer and tripped it. Now uh, he he probably got a little bit of a jolt from that and everything. Oh hell! He ended up yeah. surviving. <laughs> so people, before people get upset, he he ended up surviving.
1: We don't um, no, we yeah. don't have our
0: Harambee on our hands here, do we? No, not another Harambee. So calm down with the memes already, people. Yep. Um So th- what happened is they set off a chain reaction that caused other the machines at the power station to overload and. Uh, it caused a huge national blackout, man. So, I mean, this little monkey oh, is quite the ordeal. Oh, man. Does he have
1: superpowers now?
0: Right? I would like to see a future article with tests on this monkey. Maybe we need to get him into a government-paid facility, preferably from the United States of America because we control things pretty well.
1: Yeah, we should get that monkey over here. I'm sure he's got some sort of electrical powers now, or maybe he runs fast like the Flash. Who knows? <laughs>
0: Maybe, oh maybe he
1: swings from tree to tree like a lightning bolt
0: somehow, you know. Yeah, man. Maybe uh, you know he has the control, and he can just like grab a banana in midair and pull it to him.
1: Maybe it's a Wolverine a... situation where he can withstand, you know, because he would he took a pretty big hit. I'm assuming from that transformer.
0: Oh, dude! Could you imagine? So maybe I, he was already. I know about energy ratings, but I could only imagine what a, a central station for power. Oh yeah. What kind of force that would be
1: so maybe it's a wolverine situation he's already invincible through just like no fault of his own he's super mutant monkey and genetically
0: modified by nature
1: yep and then he gets hit by the uh the transformer now giving him electrical powers it still hurts him but he can survive it
0: huh super curiously george oh
1: i like it or
0: super curious george rather I, I uh, doesn't really work. I don't know don't call me on that calm down
1: we it's a it's a a test name we we're, we're work it's a work in progress
0: we're working on it. Don't fucking steal that and make a comic book if I see a comic book, I will fucking bring the best lawyer out of it No invincible <laughs> monkeys with
1: electric powers that's that's uh already, dibs right yep, now calling it, so we called it now, I guess we're going from uh, monkeys in Kenya to pit bulls in Montreal,
0: yeah. Which I love pit bulls as you know I have a a pit bull I have a red nosed terrier he's the best dog I've ever had in my life such a cute dog she think she's a lap dog <laughs> I think she's a lap dog she's not she is uh 45 pounds <laughs> <laughs> now yeah she's she's a sweet
1: dog though I've never uh she, I've never seen her be anything more than gentle anytime that I've interacted with her
0: and you know I work with dogs a lot and uh, every pit bull I meet is the same. Characteristic wise, like it's, they're always gentle. Um, it's all about the owner, and a lot of the people, you know, give it the bad label. Hence this article that you have, uh, stumbled across. Yeah. From the
1: Washington Post here, it reads, uh, a dog fatally mauled Canadian woman three months ago. Now, Montreal has banned pit bulls. Now, this is, uh, This is kind of odd to me, because I've been to Montreal a couple of times, and from what I saw, I thought they were kind of on the up and up with stuff from the people I interacted with and talked to, Um, but it seems that this is really misguided. There was a woman that was attacked by a dog, and um, I'm trying to remember if it said she was fatally attacked. I don't think she was. I'm pretty sure she survived, but essentially, a dog attacked an older woman, and the mayor of montreal decided to sign legislation and that bans pitbull well not bans pitbulls but it puts very harsh restrictions on the people of montreal who like already own pitbulls you have to get a muzzle you have to get a uh, leash no longer than four feet um the the muzzle has to be on the dog in in public at all times the you have to register your pit bull, and which...
0: you know the thing about the muzzle man is like muzzles can create aggression, especially with a large like a bully breed like that can actually make a dog pissed off, and I mean you can imagine why,
1: right? I'd be kind of pissed if I had a fucking muzzle on my face,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and you yeah, so the total cost they're saying that this would like end up costing someone was like roughly around like four hundred to six hundred dollars. Oh wow. Huh. And unreal. And apparently there was a time that was uh the well the I'm sorry, the permit is hundred and fifteen dollars, but along with the other acquire uh things that you need to acquire, it can run up to six hundred dollars was the highest thing that I saw. Um
0: yeah, that's crazy.
1: The also the window to register your dog was apparently three hours in the middle of a work day.
0: Huh. So most people probably miss their opportunity. How convenient. Yeah. That sounds like our our country. Wow. Canada, shame on you for learning from us.
1: Yeah, man. Montreal, you got to get your shit together on this. Well, there's something that you can do to help if the, if this is. Oh, and actually, before I even get to that, the whole interesting thing about this that I think is getting buried is the fact that the, the dog that bit the woman wasn't a pit bull. It was a boxer
0: yeah yeah and that's common it's common it happens a lot the pit bull takes the rep for a lot of um, mixed breeds um, and the dog could be anything you know I mean you see I like I, again working with dogs I see mixes all the time from rescues and it, you know I see why but come on now <laughs> you can't ban a breed that's like racism with dogs yeah right Spe-
1: speciesism
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
1: that's a tough one to say so there there is something you can do though if you if this is something that you're interested in uh overturning or at least speaking out against there are uh, numerous petitions online change.org i believe has one uh you can go up go on sign your uh your name tell them what country you're from i believe and put your email in i think that's about all you have to do takes all of 30 seconds if you this is something you want to speak out against to go and Sign your name against it, um, which is something I urge you to do if this is something that you're not cool with. So, yeah, let's talk about something funny. What about something funny that could possibly kill us?
0: Well, I mean, speaking of funny that could kill us, a lot of people don't find it funny, though. I mean, there's that weird stereotype. But, what's up with these clowns, man? <laughs> what's going on? They're why are Why everywhere. are we having clowns popping up everywhere? Why is this a fad? That like everybody thinks, oh, let me go buy a clown. And also, dude, why are we not selling clown masks? Because you know those are going up right now. Like, oh those man, those are selling like a hot cake right now. I gotta get on Fucking- my
1: stocks app and uh, check out what uh, red hair is going for right now. <laughs> and the clown. If you guys doses- don't know
0: about this. I mean, I, I assume everybody knows about this because it's this been going on for quite a few months now. I, I think August is when the first clown popped up. <laughs> in uh south carolina but you can look on any site and you'll find wonderful articles about these clowns and you know before before i had really dove into it i was like why why are we even concerned about this um what these clowns are just you know goons trying to get attention and you know they're running around with weapons or whatever but nobody's been hurt but now apparently i think it was like yesterday um no, no, two days ago in Pennsylvania, a 16-year-old was killed by somebody wearing a clown mask. So now it's gotten real. Damn. So what I'm saying is, it's fucking open season on clowns, bitch.
1: <laughs> clowns, watch it. <laughs> well, see, that's that's racism against clowns. You can't just go after mm. all the clowns. It's not every clown. That's just a couple clowns giving giving clown. s- the other clowns a bad name. So what the if the government
0: I- should issue a reward? Fucking like. A hundred dollars a clown head that you bring in
1: now now let's not get rash. I'm not saying that right. I have giant feet in my closet and a red nose to go with it, but maybe you're <laughs> making me a little nervous i maybe maybe I've been clowning on the side to pay a couple extra bills,
0: you know all right, keeping me rational, I feel you or but maybe still, that i'm not maybe that set me.
1: of set of shoes and that red nose is to go out and scare people.
0: I might shoot a couple warning shots at a clown. I I don't like the idea. I mean, I've never been fond of clowns. I'm not afraid of them, but I, I just I don't like the idea.
1: I mean, protect your property.
0: I mean, if you are going to fuck with somebody, a clown mask is probably the choice to go with.
1: You don't want seltzer <laughs> all over your porch or whatever they're planning on doing. Pies.
0: Seltzer over my porch? Yeah. What kind of clowns are you talking about?
1: You know, the ones that come up and spray you with a seltzer bottle and go, Hi.
0: Like, I think these are the new, the new age clowns, man. That's like you're talking like uh, 80s and 90s clowns. This is like a whole new generation of clowns that are mad at their parents. Clowns.
1: Yeah, it seems <laughs> that way. <laughs> I, I actually saw a, a scary clown prank video earlier today where uh they had like a fake body set up and this dude was in a parking garage and when people came around the corner he had a giant mallet and he smashed the head on the fake body and it just like sprayed all over and people screamed and ran so yes clowns like i i was talking a big game before i watched that video but then after i watched that i was like all right i can see how they catch you off guard you know
0: Oh, dude, that's funny you should mention that. I watched a video today as well where clowns were in the hood fucking around doing the same thing, smashing a dummy body's head. Uh-oh. And there was about five dudes, and they just ran up on the clowns and started beating the fuck out of the clowns. <laughs> <laughs> and the clowns had weapons, too, so they had, like, a bat and a sledgehammer and shit. The guys didn't care. They just right up started fucking beating the fuck out of them.
1: Right. I guess it really depends what the clown's holding, how many people I have with me. You know? If I think I can take, you know, if it's one-on-one solo clown, they have no weapon, they're at the end of a hallway, and I have a running start, maybe I could tackle him. I'd be like, I'm going to rip dude. that clown face right off. I'm going to find out who yeah, you are. Scooby-Doo this shit. Be like, oh, dude. Mr. Jenkins, the librarian. The whole time? <laughs> be like, and I would have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for your pesky kids.
0: You pesky kids. I'd <laughs> be
1: like, Wait, uh, who, to like, who? why is the librarian in my house It still doesn't explain this? You know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> getting all crazy on a clown, there, man. But yeah, they'll sneak get- up on you. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not cool. It's not cool. If you're thinking about donning the the clown mask, don't do it. You're just you're contributing to a whole fad, and fads get us into trouble. We all know that.
1: Maybe it's like a Batman thing, you know? And they're actually fighting crime. And they just yeah. don't know until <laughs> except, I see except articles that, about this, except that guy in Pennsylvania. He was not, he was making crime. He was not fighting it.
0: You killed a minor, whoever you are. And I hope you get caught. You're giving the real clowns a bad rep.
1: Yeah. We got to remember the real clowns out there. Cause they're the, they're they're real victims. Not this murdered guy in Pennsylvania. It's this hardworking bozos and gonzos out there <laughs> hitting the streets with their yeah. suitcases full of balloons and... <laughs> Coming
0: to your kid's birthday party anytime you need.
1: But he might be going out at night and scaring people, so don't hire him!
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's uh stop uh hiring clowns. No, I'm just kidding, people. The clowns gotta work, too.
1: You know what we should do? We should throw some clowns in the green corner and see how they fare out.
0: Ooh, go run a trial and error and see who, who really fares out to be true material.
1: Oh, yeah. Time for the green corner.
0: Fight. We had a Fight Night 95 just happened. Um, which, you know, Fight Night can be pretty weak. It could be a lot of the lesser-known fighters or the new guys that are just coming up. Um, Roy Nelson, Bigfoot Silva happened on the card, which I love Roy Nelson, and I love Bigfoot Silva. And um it, Big it, Country was, Gravy Nelson. Oh, dude big country how could you not like the guy look at that big old guy running around with that beard and the mullet for a little bit like and then the obi-wan kenobi fucking ponytail like dude get out of here Keep, dude's fucking
1: keeping biscuits <laughs> under his belly so he can eat them between rounds and just sm- smothering gravy instead of water yeah
0: dude yeah the, his water bottles are filled with straight up beef gravy country like, gravy. there is no water they're like hydrate this man now <laughs>
1: He gets all his um, nutrients from animal fat, it's, and it works. <laughs> He's a badass motherfucker.
0: So bad, so bad. But Bigfoot's fucking awesome, too. Like, I mean, he gets his name from a fucking size 16-foot. His foot's huge. And a Fuck mythical yeah. creature. Yeah, 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 and a mythical creature. <laughs> um, badass Brazilian, um, point being. And, I mean, it was a great matchup. Um, for Fight Night, I was very happy. I love Roy Nelson's knockout power and Bigfoot's got the same thing going on heavyweights always in general like me and you love the heavyweight matches they're always more power they're always there's more of a chance that there's going to be a knockout which we love and they're kind of
1: unpredictable
0: a... oh yeah man it can go either way Yeah. Um, so it was an even match up in the first round um, you know both guys had back and forth Bigfoot landed a couple good midsection kicks Roy had hit a couple good hits Second round comes out, and Roy Nelson, I mean, he j- comes at him. And he hits him with a couple of those famous combos. Man, knocks him down on the ground, and uh, this is where we come into to a little drama this week. Um, he, there's like he doesn't believe that it was stopped quick enough. He he hits him, knocks him down flat back on his back, and he hits him a couple times while looking at at the ref. And uh, it was Big John McCarthy. Uh, who's, like, been with the UFC since UFC 2 in 1994. So he's, like, one of the most renowned refs there are in martial arts. Um, anyway, he wins the fight finally, um, walks away, starts flipping off the ref, comes back, kicks him in the ass. So Roy Nelson, um, whole,
1: Nelson kicks... Uh, what's the ref's name again?
0: It's uh, They call him Big John McCarthy. John McCarthy. John McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Roy Nelson he's kicks John McCarthy
1: <laughs> in the ass because... He didn't think he stopped it soon enough. Essentially,
0: yeah. Well, here's the thing: uh, Roy Nelson and Bigfoot Silva are uh, they're friends in real life. Um, oh, that's so. He, he that's nice. This makes me like like Roy Nelson even more. You know, unfortunate like the whole event. Um, I mean, he just he didn't want to keep doing damage to the guy. And I mean, the the post fight conference was pretty cool. He was just saying like you know like. That's a guy that I like. Why cause more damage when he didn't need to get hit again? And I mean, I yeah, I, I see it, you know, and I understand the frustration. I mean, they're they're all hopped up, they're fighting. I mean, what more do you need to be like to get your like mentality all stirred up and uneven? You know, I mean, it's it's excusable almost to me, um, but not apparently to Dana White, and Uh-oh. he commented on um, a show that. uh he thinks that Roy Nelson should be buried. That's literally a quote. Whoa. Um, he says, you do not fucking put your hands on a referee at any time. Wow. Well, so he's it's not up to point. him. It's up to the athletic commission. So we'll see how it goes. But he thinks that he's going to get hammered, which I'm fucking pissed about. Because Roy Nelson's 40 years old. You take a couple years away from a fighter and you're, you're fucking him. Because they're not going to train as hard while they know they're fucking suspended. They're not going to put in as much. And I mean... I'd hate to see a guy like Roy Nelson of his caliber fall off when he could come back and get a title run again. You never know. True. He's ranked ten right, tenth right now in in the division of heavyweights, but we'll see where that goes.
1: Well, but, I mean, Dana White's probably concerned for his employees because I'm sure he employs the refs, right?
0: And oh yeah, and you're talking about a guy that's been around since the beginning, so I see where the loyalty goes. And he even said that on his show he's been around a lot fucking longer than Roy fucking Nelson. That was an exact quote as well. Well, that, um,
1: that and I would also think that he's considering the fact that this might set a precedent. You know, you don't want your ref scared going into the ring that if you make a bat, a call against someone, they're going to get pissed off, turn around, and hit you because those guys are tanks.
0: Dude you're talking about they should be registered weapons that whole thing's a myth but like fucking a they're lethal they're trained fucking assassins basically they're trained to fucking register you unconscious they're oh, trained to hurt you
1: it, it's it's not a myth in it's many a, ways re- to register your body's parts as weapons my right foot's registered as a weapon but just the right one.
0: Oh yeah <laughs> yeah i want to see proof
1: i got that document it's <laughs> somewhere it's in a it's in a drawer <laughs>
0: Yeah, forward it to my secretary. Yeah, definitely. It'll
1: be in <laughs> cri- it'll be in crayon marker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so another fight that we had on that same card, we had two great fights. That, in my opinion, I mean, you guys might you know have other fighters that you. Everybody chooses their own fighters that they like. Um, I love it all. You know, I do watch a lot of it. So I was a big not,
1: Forrest no Griffin fan. He was he was one oh, Man, I, I really I liked
0: loved him. Forrest Griffin. He was a former cop um nevada i think i think i'm not sure don't quote me but i'm pretty sure he was in nevada a uh, las vegas police officer but he was a police officer right. somewhere um and i like that idea more like guys coming out of jobs like that just like fucking wrecking shop and i mean he he really brought the superman punch to the game it I, became mainstream
1: and he yeah he had a hell of a reach with uh both arms and legs
0: yeah man yeah i love the force um, <laughs>
1: i wonder uh, we should find out if he went back to the force
0: you know did... that's a good question we'll have to do a follow-up on Forrest the next time we break into the green corner because i would love to find out ufc cop coming at you <laughs> right in your face oh no watch uh-huh. out watch
1: out watch out
0: <laughs> Mirko was a Murko Krokop was also police, but let's not go into the whole thing. We're going to do a segment on all the the military oh. and, and police officers. I next like time, that. I think. Yeah,
1: that that sounds good.
0: Um, yeah, I would really like to figure out how many guys because I know a lot of guys are. Um, we'll cover, You know, what we'll do. We'll do a weird like uh, past careers of some of these guys because I know. There's some past like NFL guys, you know, random sports coming over. You never know, like you know, just like how we talk about Brock Lesnar is a crossover. You know, like I mean, there's there's a lot of guys coming from random places that decide to fight, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's really um, cool. It um, but let's get back to the, the fight night. Um, Chris Cyborg fight fought, um, which everybody the Cyborg has a ton of hype behind her. Um, she's a monster. She's a Brazilian again. Um Brazilians are always successful in UFC. They're train killers. <laughs> I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm convinced. I'll stereotype that, all right? I'll never fuck with a Brazilian. Um but she fought Lena Lins- Landsberg, um who is not not as known. Um and this is uh, Cyborg's second fight in the UFC by the way. Um which she had to make a weight cut. Let's start with there. She had to make a weight cut. Cyborgs naturally 160, 165, and she had to cut down to 140, um, 140
1: to 145 pounds. Um,
0: That's a lot of weight. Yeah, man. And you can go online and see a lot of the shit she had to go through. I mean, they had her in saunas for the whole day, they had her doing like crazy soccer routines and like a sweat, sweat setup with a tracksuit over it. Like, so, like, craziness, just trying to sweat it out. And, like, when she weighed in, man, at the final weigh-in, she looked like she could barely get up the four steps to get on stage. Like, She was probably real super bad. dehydrated. And as soon as she got off, man, they handed her a fucking giant bottle, and she was, like, chugging that shit. Oh, my God. So, a uh, man goes into the respect that I have for these fucking fighters. They put their bodies through hell just to entertain us all.
1: Yeah, but they should really, like... Figure out a way that they don't have to like wreck themselves in order to get to like it's it's just so hard oh, yeah. it's so arbitrary to be like all right as long as the both of you weigh hundred and forty five pounds like you'll be able to fight like if one of you weighs one pound more but you're both willing like you can't like
0: eh a lot of people believe that you should be able to take on fights um, different weight classes it should just be up to the fighters you know especially if it's not for a title like why not like. The discretion of the fighters should be all overriding everything.
1: And then you got people like me who say, you know what, if they want to fight two, three people, a bear, throw some knights in. <laughs> all you, you got to do is just keep amping it up as long as people are willing to do it. Like, this is America. <laughs> let's, For
0: the people. <laughs>
1: let's, sign, let's sign some waivers, baby. Get this televised. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but freaking... So, so, Cyborg, you know, uh, of course, we see... One sided fight here. Cyborg is fighting a girl that has a, a three and one record, I believe. So she's a newcomer to the sport. She's done pretty well, but no match for the cyborg.
1: Oh, no. Doing, <laughs> and, the, uh, doing the robot afterward. Man, so, we get some takedowns in this it.
0: match. Oh, man. Man. Like a monster. Like robotic strength. You know, like she just like lifts the girl up and then. Throws her on the ground, man. Starts oh. ground and pounding. Oh, it's terrible.
1: Yeah, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I was imagining the ring for a second and just yeah. her throwing the other girl around.
0: Round two, 229. Game over. Oh, um, man. And the second fight. And the first fight ended against Leslie Smith, who's cyborg fought at UFC 198. That ended in the first round, man. So, I mean, she's got a good start. Now, a lot of people think that they should make a weight class um, at 145 for Cyborg alone. Um, because she she's brought so much hype. Um, everybody loves her. She's doing a hell of a reception with crowd. Um, huge fan base already. I mean, I, I would love to see them expand the women's classes again anyway. I mean, why Definitely. not? Get more fighters. And like, it just seems people...
1: healthier, man. Like to not have to cut that weight. If you're normal walking around with, like, your bones weigh something, your eyes, yeah. your brain, like, you need all these things. And like, then they're just trimming off all the water and all the fat possible. Like, and I mean, they're toned, and I know, I know they know what they're doing for the most part, but it still can get dangerous.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah.
1: isn't the weigh-in not on the same day as the fight?
0: Yeah, um, no, I believe the weigh-in is the day before the fights, always.
1: Okay, so yeah, Um, it's not like you could do much between the two, except, like, rehydrate all the water you just drained.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, which is fine. You're not gonna, you know... It would not be the best interest to go ahead and stuff your face and eat huge meals in between weigh-in and the fight.
1: Right. (laughs) But,
0: so, I mean... Talking about the mainstream thing, a lot of the reason that it's not even as mainstream as it should be, MMA and UFC, is because of the legal matters, which allegedly is due to some shiesty dealings with Nevada, um, the Gaming Commission, somehow, allegedly. (laughs) But anyway, so we finally got it legalized in New York, and uh, we're going to have one of the first events coming up with the UFC, Uh, UFC 205, is going to happen at MSG. Which, oh, wow. Madison Square Garden is like, you know, the house.
1: That's awesome. Um,
0: it's, it's great to have it finally come home. <laughs> it's going to
1: draw a crowd. <laughs> to New
0: York. Yeah, man. And this is going to be one of the greatest cards ever. Um, first off, the headliner is, is Conor McGregor versus Eddie Alvarez, which, I mean, that's going to be amazing. Um, what we have going on there is Connor's getting the chance to get a second title, which is so unfair so terrible man i don't get i don't understand why when jose aldo is still the interim champion like uh they still have to fight for who truly is the champion of the featherweight division Jeez. so technically there's two champions but Connor gets to walk around with the belt um so he might get two belts yeah so he might have two belts by the time that we finally get to settle this whole thing out um which I'm gonna cover a little thing about how Aldo is not too happy about that. Um, <laughs> I would he, imagine he wants he wants out of the contract, and Dana White's like refusing to let him out. It's kind of shitty.
1: By the he's um, got him by the balls.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like it is disrespectful. Because by the way, this has been going on since before the Diaz fights. So I mean, we're talking quite a bit. that This has been waiting to get settled out who the true champion is. Um, but anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna have a, a fight for the lightweight title um which odds are mcgregor is gonna win statistically he's a more experienced fighter and he's Um, favored looks better for him he's favored in it by odds in vegas already um so i mean it's not looking good um the press conference was a typical shit talking show which i always enjoy like i said You know, McGregor, he's always bringing entertainment, man. He always has his mouth running. He's always got, he brings out the the funniest things in the other fighters.
1: He's ready to like, he's always kind of snapping back at him and like just ready to, I don't know. He's got that wit about him sort of
0: yeah oh yeah man somebody coached this guy fucking he is excellent in the fucking show like
1: the way that he put uh, him
0: out there on a mic anytime he's fine the
1: the way that he snaps back if he ever stops doing that after a fight we know something happened yeah you know? oh, man
0: yeah one of the reporters had asked him and uh they were like what are you what are you gonna do if you get the ability he's like i'll fucking wrap one belt on this this arm well, wrap one belt on this army. You're going to need a fucking army to take these belts from me. <laughs> Damn. I
1: mean, we, yeah. were, we were talking about UFC army earlier.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, my God. Because yeah. you said they had 500, 500? 500 and, like, I think it's either 574 or 594 Jeez. fighters on contract. Which, you know, that that's crazy. That's, you know, it's probably averaging about, you know, uh, 70 per weight class, you know, divided upon men. and You can make a well, good there's a gonna be couple battalions. Women, either way. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So, you add the zombie apocalypse to that, and then what the fuck kind of movie could we create? <laughs> or video game. Maybe a video game. Maybe a video game. Maybe a movie. I don't know.
1: We're just putting it out there using UFC as the army. And actually, you know what? We should be watching out for this. This might be Dana White's plan. He's just going to assemble all of the strongest people into a personal army, and he'll say, hey, it's, oh a, it's in your contract. Like, <laughs> he
0: started the original green team. What are we thinking? Oh, he man. He bought the UFC, and then he decided, I'm just going to gather the elite oh. among fucking human beings.
1: It's like the League of Extraordinary uh, Ass Kickers. <laughs> <sighs>
0: But I mean, so UFC two hundred five is it's dubbed the best card of all time. That's going big be one. Great man, um, Tyrone Woodley versus Steven Thompson for I, what is that? The, that's the welterweight title, um, which Tyrone just got. That it's gonna be great. Um, I kind of like the guy. He's he's actually a sportscaster on um, Fox Sports, which oh wow, I, I had watched a few things with him. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. I like when guys are, you know, champion and still doing something else like we talked about with Stipe. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll,
1: we'll have, like, all, that whole... I like that segment idea you were talking I, about. I can't wait
0: to get into that segment. That's yeah, going to be gonna fun. going to do some deep research for that. Yeah. But we got, like, Chris Weidman versus Joel Romero. Um, that's going to be a great fight. We have three title fights. Um, Joanna Jed. I'm going to shorten the names because these two Polish girls are wonderful, but I will butcher it. Even though I've heard their names, <laughs> um, it, it's it's uh, no disrespect. Um Carolina Kowal- Kowalki. Um Okay, I'll give it so to you. So we're gonna, we're going to see a women's title fight as well. But anyway, we got we got Tim Kennedy versus Rashad Evans. Which, Rashad Evans is Sugar Rashad. Is another one of my favorite fighters. He's he's getting older, so we're not going to see him for too much longer. And then you got Freedom I hope he gets Fighting a couple t- more wins.
1: Then you got Freedom Fighting Tim Kennedy.
0: Oh my god, yeah. Well, we always loved him. Um <laughs> We <we'll> always love <laughs> Tim Kennedy. We need to figure out if he really is related to Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, or or the Kennedys. We got Donald the Cerrone versus Kevin Gastelum, which uh, that's going to be another one. We even got Freddie Ed- Freddie Edgar's on the card, which uh, I mean, this is packed, man. It's packed. Misha Tate's there. Oh, nice. It's going to be it's going to be a very entertaining card. Um I think we're looking at about 12 fights in general, um, especially if you have the UFC fight pass, which they kind of do that shapeshift thing and make you you buy that to get the the whole spiel of the night. But either way, I'm looking forward to it. It's the best card since Brock Lesnar came back, for my I'll
1: definitely (laughs) be finding an establishment with beer wings and a fight pass.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. That's the best way to do it, because fucking $70 pay-per-view, guys. Come on now. I gotta you talk- wonder why there's motherfucking digital pirates.
1: I gotta talk to this bar down the street here. They gotta get it together. I'm not gonna name them. I don't wanna do them dirty like that. Um, I like them, but they stop serving wings at nine. They close down the kitchen at nine. And what? And they don't have a uh, an NFL pass so that they can have the East Coast games. So I'm like missing all my Eagles games. I couldn't huh. watch. I couldn't watch the Patriots. I couldn't watch the Giants. All I wanted to do was have a beer have chicken wings, watch the football game. I called ahead of time, nothing. I'm ranting, but <laughs> make sure you find a place with Fight Pass if you uh, don't have it yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, there is quite a few um, chain brands that actually do it.
1: I'll um, give a good shout-out. Usually Buffalo Wild Wings, they'll, they'll have a Fight Pass.
0: That place with boobies called Hooters.
1: There you go. Their wings are good. I'm telling you. You keep. We were talking about this. You don't trust me.
0: See, I'm I'm a I'm a Hooters virgin. I haven't been there. Um, I don't buy into stereotypes. I'm not gonna go pay to look at some movies.
1: But you see more at the beach than you even do at Hooters. I don't understand. I'm there for wings.
0: True. I guess. I guess movies and cinema and and news and all the lovely culture has like just dubbed it as dirty and creepy to me. Right. Yeah, I'll check it out. I swear. I just couldn't imagine good food, but I mean if. You're telling me it's there? I'm going to pay. Hey, I'm going to trust you. I'm yeah. going to go there. I, I say I'm give have it some a shot. Wings. I'm going to have some blue cheese. You know what? If, check it out. i enjoy the environment.
1: I, I'm, I would go as far as to say that if a place is serving wings, give them a try. Because you're, you're like, then you get a sort of lay of the land. You, know, you find what place actually doesn't. Because I don't know about you, but for wings, I like them crispy and not, sli- oh, and not slimy. That's like a big key. They can't be. They can't have that like greasiness to them, you know. Yes.
0: Oh my God. Crispy wings. Oh, dude. I think you're gonna set me on a hunt for the perfect wing tonight after the show. Because oh, Because now i have got the the craving for wings, man. A
1: L- little blue cheese on, a little BC Ooh, on the side.
0: Oh. Little the a little ranch for the dip. Extra spicy.
1: Little celery and carrot and crispy. sticks. Crispy. All right. Now that we've made everyone hungry. <laughs> That that's uh, that was it for Green Corner, right? We wrapped it up.
0: That's a wrap.
1: All right, we can move on to something a little more spooky. Cue the uh, spooky music.
0: Ooh. All right, now that we did that, Whoa. <laughs> the uh,
1: the next segment that we want to bring you is part of our halloween segments uh we're throughout october we're gonna try and find some creepy things that we can uh tell you guys about that you may not have known
0: keep it motherfucking festive
1: hell yeah now this one's kind of personal um if anyone's familiar with the new york area specifically the hudson valley area where me and matt grew up um this is where this all takes place it this kind of is wrapped around something that i always heard as a kid there was a town just to the east of our town called pleasant valley now this town um you know sounds great and it actually is a pretty great town i've I've driven through there plenty of times i'm sure you not
0: do. much of a town yeah not much of a town
1: it's really it's kind of small there's it's more residential than anything there's like a small like uh plaza
0: farmland
1: yep now pleasant valley before it was Pleasant Valley, it was technically Clinton, which is also a town that still exists. Um, before Clinton, or I'm sorry, before Pleasant Valley existed, Clinton subsisted of what is now High Park and Pleasant Valley. Now, in 1821, before the split of Clinton into these two other towns, which are now known as High Park and Pleasant Valley. There was a uh, a land pact that came up. It was called the Great Nine Partners Patent. Now, this was amended several times. It was originally uh, put forth in 1697, before our country was even founded, where they split up a bunch of the big packs of land that the Native American tribes owned, and they created huh. what now is the towns that you and me grew up and rode around in, cars and you know. Yeah, yeah. So in 1821 the uh there's another um breakup that they want to do as i said before where they want to break up clinton into two extra uh towns and one man named henry dodson uh who is a town committee member in what what is now pleasant valley um at the time clinton he was objecting against this uh, this merger, and he must have had some clout because he ended up dead.
0: Oh God!
1: So they they have they even
0: God did
1: they they're gonna have this merger? He's speaking out against it as a town committee member. Someone doesn't like it. They're like, we gotta get this Dodson guy out of here.
0: This fucking <laughs> asshole needs to get clipped. <laughs> and
1: and um, and they ended up finding him brutally slain uh, with rumors that he had opposed the patent on grounds of dubious legality. So I'm sure (laughs) there was some shady crap going on in terms of, like, the land deals that eventually created mine and yours' hometown, which is pretty interesting.
0: Needless to say, nobody else opposed the dealings.
1: Yeah, everyone was kind (laughs) of cool with it after that. It was really, like... Everyone's like, no, nah,
0: you're good, man. You're <laughs> good. I'm down with the deal." Anyone object to this land
1: <laughs> pact? Speak now.
0: How about you, Larry? <laughs>
1: you in the back? Well, how
0: do you feel?
1: <laughs> no, I'm I'm all right. I'm cool. I, you're, you're
0: cool. Do it, do, do what you going to
1: do. So, Dodson Henry Dodson ends up murdered. They still want to split these towns, but this horrible murder is, ha- like, gripping the populace at the time, which is all all of, like, 3,000 people or so, I think. Um, wow.
0: Wait, what, what time is this? This is still 1800s, right?
1: This is eight, around 1821.
0: That's, wow, 3,000. That's a lot. I feel like fucking Pleasant Valley has, like, maybe 3,000 now, but I could be wrong.
1: Um. Some of the stats that I've found say that the population uh, in 2010, the last census, uh, census, there we go, um, was 9,672 people in Pleasant Valley.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: So it was like a third of the size of what it is now. And it's already kind of small from what we said before. Um, yeah, it's so, really small. <laughs> so everyone's like, who the fuck murdered this guy? Who murdered the town councilman? <laughs> I can't find a damn thing. That's, Dobson. that's just it D- Henry Dotson I've been going through obituaries Oh, Dotson Dotson I'm thinking of, like, the Dress Park guy <laughs> there you go it was it was a T-Rex or a, uh, Dobson, co- here. a Dobson
0: here we got Dobson here
1: so nobody th- cares <laughs> <laughs> so yeah well apparently that's what happened because they they've never made any mention they said that he was just essentially killed, and that was, that was it. There was never any mention of who did it, and I'm sure there's a reason behind that.
0: Swept under the carpet. Connections, baby.
1: Henry Dotson, we haven't forgotten you or your murder. We're on the case, I guess. We're going to keep maybe looking into this, I don't know, in my spare time. I'll let you guys know if hey, we we'll find anything we'll check it interesting. out.
0: Maybe we'll avenge your murder. If you never know watched.
1: anything about the Henry Dotson murder, you filthy murderers, you <laughs> then post on our... Facebook page. Um,
0: it's funny. It's dubbed Clinton. I mean, uh, allegedly, I hear the Clintons are involved in some murders, but I mean, we, we're not going to touch that here.
1: Oh man. Oh, that's a different show. <laughs> um, so the re- the whole reason this place gets called Pleasant Valley is because of this murder. They decide to name this new town Pleasant Valley, sort of to like you know, like we said before, sweep it under the rug and like hopefully everyone'll forget that like you know we murdered the guy that didn't want to make this place a town.
0: Yeah, let's entice people to move here.
1: <laughs> Which, you know what? For the for the murder that's happened there, I'll, I'll I'd still move to Pleasant Valley. It's a nice place. They've done it really good, quiet. They've done a great job sweeping this under the rug. <laughs> 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 I don't think anyone good that lives job, there Pleasant now. Valley. I don't think anyone that lives there now is complicit. So <laughs>
0: Well, I think we're going to wrap it up at that. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah, I think that's it.
1: That's definitely it. Hey, uh, thank
0: you, everybody. Um, Again, we appreciate you listening to any episode, every episode. Whatever you want to do, do it.
1: Yeah, get at us on uh, Facebook, uh, American Soccer Podcast at Facebook, um, American Soccer Podcast on Instagram. Uh, Check out that Insta. A M E R S L K R podcast at Twitter and american soccer podcast on gmail.com or at gmail.com
0: yeah hit us up on one every one of them two three whatever you choose hey let us know what you're thinking we uh, want to hear from you guys
1: oh and please be sure to try and write a review for us um that definitely helps in terms of getting uh, more people to listen and if you can give us five stars in itunes or stitcher that would be awesome
0: yeah yeah definitely hey that's it
1: that's it actually i wanted to try out another tagline how about well there you go
0: hey well there you go
1: or eat your meatballs
0: all right i'm not with that one what about let's go back let's revert back to the first one i don't like where this is going
1: go green
0: (laughs) all right all right people that's it
1: that's it i guess that's it